Who wins the Indian Premier League? Find out on Cricket Only Better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better episode 130 and it's the biggest show of the year. It's the Indian Premier League preview. Sam Collins, are you excited? So excited, Ed Hawkins. Just to clarify, when you say the biggest show of the year, do you mean the longest show of the year? All of those things. Okay, it's that time of year already. Of course, it feels too soon. It's because the last one only finished in October. Won by the Chennai Super Kings, of course. So we go again, as they say. And I've got a right couple of goers with us to tell you who's going to win this thing. First up, betting.betfest, Paul Krishnamurti, who's amorous, no doubt, again, for the Delhi Capitals, who still won't put out. Who writes these things? Welcome, Paul Krishnamurti. Hi, Sam. Um, and joining him is Richard Mann from SportingLife.com. Richard's wandering eye will probably fancy everything at some stage during this season, or maybe not. Welcome, Richard Mann. Oh, Sam, I only have eyes for you. You know that. That's making me feel slightly uncomfortable, Richard. Um, Ed, we should discuss this off air. Right, let's get on with the show. Huge show, this. Um, what have we got? Yeah, we've got team-by-team team guide, we've got possible 11s, we've got the batting power rank and why that is so important. You do not want to miss this one. Okay, and Tasneem Samarkhan is back to help us decipher those top bat markets. We've also got the best bets. Would you believe it? Let's get on with the show. As ever, we start with the outright runners and riders for the IPL from Betfair Sportsbook as follows. 9-2 to two, Mumbai Indians and 9-2 to two, the Delhi Capitals. 11-2 to two, Kolkata Knight Riders, 6-1 to one, Royal Challengers Bangalore, 7s Chennai Super Kings, 7s as well Punjab Kings, 8s Rajasthan Royals, 10 look now, 11s Gujarat and 16 the Sunrisers the Sunrisers Hydra very bad. Right, straight to Ed Hawkins for the stats angle. Yes, bigging up at Trader12. Follow him on Twitter. We often speak about the importance of boundary hitting in the franchise leagues. Now we have some numbers to start to back it up. Trader12 has found that 7 out of 10 title winners in the IPL have hit the most boundaries in the tournament. The last two winners have been the number one ranked team for boundary percentage. There's also increasing evidence that bowling boundary percentage is becoming less important. So how do we rank these 10 franchises? How do we rank these 10 franchises that we're about to talk about on boundary percentage? Well, we've taken the projected top six for each franchise and then we've gone in and we've worked out boundary percentage for each individual batsman in those top sixes. And some interesting results. Kolkata Knight Riders are your number one ranked team for boundary percentage, followed by Punjab. Mumbai Indians, they complete your top three. Then we've got Bangalore, Chennai, Gujarat, Rajasthan. And now we're getting to the bottom feeders now. Look now, Sunrisers and hold on to something, uh, Paul Krishnamurti. Delhi Capitals are joint last with Sunrisers on projected boundary percentage and just time to tell you that these teams are split into two groups for this 
IPL season 15. Top two from each group goes through. Delhi, Mumbai, Kolkata, Rajasthan. And look now in Group A. Group B, Bangalore, Punjab, Chennai, Gujarat and Hyderabad. Over to Sam. Super statting, Hawkins and at Trade at 12, of course. Fascinating stuff, Paul Krishnamurti, because some might say this raises as many questions as it answers, especially when it comes to the Delhi capitals. Well, we're going to discuss them further, I'm sure. Um, I'm not backing them this time. I'm not particularly wild about their chances. Um, regarding those stats specifically, a couple of things uh, stand out. First of all is that they've lost Chika Darwin and Marcus Soinus, and that must hurt in the boundary count. And also that, you know, we've discussed many times about what's the best strategy for IPL for a team. And I've long thought that the real key to it is having great batting depth. You know, like the great Chennai Super Kings teams generally bat down to eight or nine. Delhi were never one of those sides. They were a side with a really top, strong top six, top seven, but a long tail. So that might explain a lot. Richard Mann, is that what you look for in a, in a team? Power? Well, the game certainly, the game certainly moved that way, hasn't it? I mean, you only have to speak to any county cricketer now, and and coming through that, that's what they're they're being told to do now: get power for T Twenty, and and just think back to the T Twenty World Cup, Australia having looked timid to begin with. In the end, it was just brutal power that won them that final, was it? Wasn't it? Mitchell Marsh, David Warner. That's the way to go nowadays. It seems. Okay, let's get into the team by team, the bottom five in the betting first, starting with the Sunrisers. Sunrisers extremely bad are 16 to 1 with Betfair Sportsbook and 5 to 2 favourites to finish bottom. Ed Hawkins has a possible 11. Yes, Williamson opening the batting, we think. He's 25 to 1, by the way, for a top tournament bat. That's interesting. Tripathi, Paran, Samad, Phillips, Sundar, Shepard, Bhuvkumar, Gopal, Natarajan and Umran Malik. Not a lot to write home about there. A lot of pressure on Puran to do it and he basically hasn't done it in IPL. Richard Mann is starting us off with this lot. Richard Mann, is 16s too big or not big enough? Possibly a little bit too big. Look, I think we'll be bad, but maybe not quite as bad as people expect. Ed's right, a lot of pressure on Puran with the bat and Kane Williamson. And with the ball, Buff Kumar and Natijaran, those two guys have suffered quite a lot of injuries over the last couple of years. So it'll be interesting how they pull up and whether they can get through the tournament. But the four names I've mentioned are, are class acts. Um, and they've got, the, they've got the quality there in, in the ranks to, to, to probably win more than the lose, actually. The other thing, potential for them is that Cain Williamson gets a proper go at the captaincy now. It's not David Warner's team and, and Williamson has taken over for half a season. He, it's his project now and he's done such a good job in that scenario with New Zealand. I wonder if we might see better from them this year. Okay, thank you very much, Richard Mann. Paul Grishnamurti, I'm coming to you in a second for analysis on one of the two new franchises, Gujarat Titans, who are 11s to win it, 9-3 to three for the top four and 3s to make the playoffs. But first, here is Ed Hawkins with a possible 11. Yeah, Gil and Gerbaz opening the batting. Gerbaz probably a upgrade on Jason Roy in terms of boundary percentage. Gerbaz 
His rate is 25.3, which is absolutely extraordinary. Uh, this is where it all goes wrong, though. VJ Shankar at number three, uh, boundary percentages of 12.09. For those who don't know, that's really very, very poor. Matthew Wade, Hardik, Tawatia, Sahar, Rashid Khan, formerly of Sunrisers, of course, Lockie Ferguson, Shami, Mohammed Shami, and Varun Aaron. It's a bit of a mess, really. That's because they spent all their money on Rashid Khan and Hardik, and they've left themselves as Shankar at Wade's and three at four. That's not how you do an auction. Paul Krishnamurti, Ed Hawkins says they are a mess. Do you agree? I do, I do, I really do. Um, I'm not positive about even a new franchises because I think it could take a t- bit of time to settle in, but this lot look weaker than luck now. I mean, the bowling's okay because Rashid, Shami, Lockie Ferguson is very dangerous. And I'm interested in Lockie Ferguson a lot in this tournament. He, um, you know, didn't get enough of a chance, missed the first half of last season, basically, but he's a class act. But that batting really doesn't impress. I mean, Vijay Shankar, to me, isn't a first 11 IPL player. Um, I, I see Sahar as someone who generally flatters to deceive. Even Hardik's a great player, but he's rather hit or miss. Um, Wade's in the wrong position, so not interested at all in Gujarat. Okay, thank you, Paul Krishnamurti. Um, how will the other new franchise fare? That's the question. Look now, are 10 to 1 for the title, 9 to 2 to finish bottom, 15 to 8 for the top four? Hawkins, a lineup, please. Yeah, they've done better. If it's all about batting power, look now, have done better. Rahul and de Kock opening the batting. That's a potentially dangerous opening partnership. Uh, goes wrong at number three, though. Manish Pandey, 13.61 boundary percentage. Really not good at all. Stoinis is next in to maybe rescue it. Deepak Huda has always flattered to, to deceive. Krunal Pandya. Jason Holder could bowl at the death. Keep him in mind for top bowler. Gautham Chamira. Mark Wood is out, remember. So Chamira is going to have to come in. Bishnoi and Avesh Khan, who also bowl at the death. What's their plan, Richard Mann? I think the plan is to rely heavily on, on the top two, Rahul and De Kock. And look, that's an exceptional opening pair. These two, if you go back through the last few years of run-getters, are always up there. Raul generally goes close to winning it, doesn't he? Um, so I think those two guys will probably win them games on their own or as a pair. But if they lose early wickets, I think they could be in big trouble, to be honest. Bowling serviceable, um, I think, now he, he he's got some some guile about him, and I think he'll do well. And I'm an I'm an Avish Khan fan too, but I do agree with what Paul said earlier. I think these two new franchises, it could be tough work from them for them this year. Um, a lot of pressure on KL Rahul. Okay, quick game's a good game. Rattling through these teams now. Rajasthan Royals are up next, eight to one for the win, seven to one to finish bottom, six to four for playoffs. Hawkins. Possible 11, Butler, Jaiswal, Padakal. They may well change up that front three. Butler could move to number three to get Padakal up. That's where Padakal batted for RCB. Sampson, Hetmeyer is not a great pick, can't get in the West Indies team. Parag, and then they'll go for one of the three overseas players, Nitchell, Mitchell, Kultanal. Rajasthan, not the last team to rely on Kultanal being fit. Ravi Ashwin, Bolt, Yus Chahal, Prasid Krishna. Really strong finish with the ball. Paul Krishnamurti, you've specifically requested to talk about Rajasthan. Why? I like them a lot. Um, Royals have always been a plucky, overperforming franchises franchise that never really had the full lineup. I think it might be there now. Um, I think 
Paddy Cowell is a cracking prospect, really like him. Jay Well might well be now in his second season. Butler's an IPL legend, Samson as well. I don't think they do necessarily rely on Shimron Hetmeyer because there's a lot of... Um, I mean, Rassie van der Dussen's in this squad, right? Um, Nisham, obviously, as well. And then, but particularly with them, look at the bowlers. Every game, they should be able to pick a solid four or five, including only one overseas bowler. Trent Bolt, Navdeep Saini, Yuzvendra Chahal, Ashwin and Prasi Krishna. So you've got two world-class spinners plus Bolt. Um the only negative for me is I think they're in the harder group. Okay. Thank you, Paul Krishnamurti. Seeing value where others don't. Our last team, before we start to look at the front five in the betting, is Punjab Kings. They're seven to one to win this thing. Six to fives for the playoffs. Hawkins. Yeah, possible lineup for Punjab, who have never managed to qualify for the playoffs. Is that this their year the number three on boundary percentage remember Dawan Agaval Bairstow Livingston Sharuk Odin Smith it's just hitters all the way through to number six it's just intent Harpreet Sandeep Sharma Rahul Chahar Rabada and Arshdeep that's not that's not too bad bowling like but I think Punjab have got a good chance Richard Mann do you agree with Edward Hawkins that they are revamped and resurgent it's probably going to be the side we disagree on, actually. Look, I, the credentials are there for all to see. It's an exceptional top four in particular. Um, a couple of nagging doubts. One, that we've been here before with Punjab. Every year we say this and every year they let us down. And I'm just a little bit concerned about the bowling. It's not appalling, but for looking at international quality, really they're just relying on Rabada there. Um I don't think he's had the best 18 months. He's been a little bit inconsistent. And I just worry that if he doesn't fire, they might get exposed with the ball. Look, the top five is going to be devastating and we'll win them games. But at the prices, I'm a little bit cool on them, to be honest. Okay, we've been here before, says Richard Mann. We have indeed. That's part one done. Top five in the betting is next. And still to come, Tasneem Samarkhan on the data for a solid top bat bet. And are eagerly awaited outright picks. The IPL team-by-team team continues. Next up, we've got the holders, Chennai Super Kings, surprisingly big at 7-1, to 6-5 to five for a playoff. Ed Hawkins, can you shed some light on this? Yeah, they've lost T. Patrick Har, which is a big loss for them with the ball. That's probably where they've drifted a bit. But possible 11 for you. Gaikwad... Devon Conway, nice opening pair. Moeen, Rayudu, Jadeja, Bravo. Shivam Dub, Dhoni, Milne, Asif and Deshpande. The problem there you've got with Deepak coming out is Dub is coming in and there's, that's a weakness. That's not a great uh, switch for Chennai. So uh, a lot of work to them to do with the ball, one suspects. Richard Mann, you have requested to do Chennai Super Kings. The floor is yours, please. I did because I just think out of all the franchises, this is the most interesting one this year. Um, Four times winners, defending champions, and it's a side that always gets the job done. Whatever whatever the situation, they generally come good. Poor 2020 season, came back last year and won it. And even though the auction probably hasn't gone brilliant for them, they've got the same core side. Stephen Fleming as coach, Donny as captain, Kadeja, Guy Quad, Dwayne Bravo, these are CSK legends. Um, 
I think they'll go well, but the, the two negatives that really concern me is CSK's rich history of success has been built on a really good overseas opening batsman, Mike Hussey, Shane Watson and Faf de Plessis. Faf has gone this year, whether Devon Conway can step up. I suspect he, he will do, but with the ball, Josh Hazelwood going, they've always relied on a big Australian quick to do the business. Hazelwood's gone. Adam Milne looks like he may, may come in, um, but he's, his fitness record would concern me. And if he doesn't make it through the tournament, that could really hurt them. I think for a bet, Devon Conway at 7-2 for top CSK season batsman is a bet against Guyquad at 6-4. to four. I think Conway may play the anchor role here and the rest may go bang. And I think 7-2 to two is a fair price. Strong stuff from Richard Mann. Next up, Royal Challengers Bangalore. They've never won it. They're 6-1 to one to do it this year. 11-10 to 10 to make the playoffs. Hawkins, a line-up, please. Yes, yeah, spot your weakness. Spot the weak link. Duplessis, Anuj Rawat, who's got a boundary percentage of 19.42, so watch him go. Kohli, Maxwell, Karthik, Hasaranga, Shabazz, Harshal Patel, top tournament wicket taker last time. Nomraw, Siraj and Hazelwood. If you haven't spotted it, it's Virat Kohli. He's got a boundary percentage of 11.89. That's the lowest of any number three in the tournament in the projected top six. And only two batters in our projected top six have a lower boundary percentage than that. If RCB drop Kohli, they go very, very far. Will they do it? No chance. Okay. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, what do you make of that? Well, it's just nailed it with Kohli. I mean, what an extraordinary statistic that is, right? It's boundary, right? Um, so that's a weak link. You've got to think that losing Avery de Villiers is just a massive blow. He's been so pivotal to them. Um, but they've still got a chance. There's no doubt they are contenders. I'm not personally that excited because the Kohli issue and also as much as Faf had a great season last year, I just wonder whether he's going to sustain that level. Glenn Maxwell's not someone I particularly like relying on, despite him being obviously a potential match winner. Um, the bowling, the pace bowling looks excellent. I think Josh Hazelwood is a star. I think, you know, massive Josh Hazelwood fan. And I think five to one about him being top RCB wicket taker is a cracking bet. I would still say, however, they lack probably a world-class spinner. Last couple of years at um, Bangalore, it has been turning sideways and they've lost Yuzvendor Trahal, so big negative there. Okay, before we move on, I'm just going to mention Hasaranga because I don't think you guys have, and 28.68, that makes him the highest percentage boundary run scorer in the projected top sixes in the tournament, doesn't it, Ed? Yeah, it does. He's a great hitter. Um, terrific all-rounder. I'm not sure he's probably quite the bowler that... Chahal is, or certainly has the reputation that Chahal, but Hazaranga has to step up with the ball more than the bat. So I get what Paul's saying there. Next up, it's Kolkata Knight Riders. They are our number one ranked team on boundary percentage. For those of you with short memories, eleven to two to win this title, eleven to four to make the final. Check those odds for every team with sports, but of course. Over to Edward Hawkins. Possible 11. Vankatesh Ayer, boundary percentage 20. Nareen, 23.22. Rana, 20.39. Shreyas Ayer, Andre Russell, Sam Billings, Mohamed Nami, Mohamed Nabi, more like. Pat Cummins, so they're back deep. Marvi, Umesh Yadav and Chakravarti, the spinners broken into the Indian team. 
Richard Mann, do you agree with Edward Hawkins? Yeah, I like them. These are probably just about my pick. Paul's mentioned uh, Rajasthan earlier and, and I give them a chance as well. But no, I really like KKR. I think the one negative is I'm not sure the squad's quite as fat as some of the others in here. But I think best 11-wise, they look really, really strong to me. I think Narayan opening the batting gives them options. Ayer's a great pick-up in the middle order from Delhi. Um, and the bowling looks strong. Cummins, Yuma, Yadav and Chakravati. Another negative, death bowling. I worry about Cummins. He's generally bowled up front for these in the past. Yuma Shidav is a new ball bowler as well. I, I suspect Narayan will open the batting and bowl quite a bit of the death for them. Um, so that makes him interesting for top tournament bowler. But I think this is an 11 looks really strong. They'll just come out with the muscles and brawn and try and attack like they did last year when Owen Morgan was captain. Brendan McCullum's as head coach will we'll encourage them to do the same again. As ever, a lot will depend on Andre Russell and, and his form in the tournament. But if he stays fit and fires, I think they could win it. Man, you sound very excited about all those muscles and all that brawn. <laughs> right. Two teams left in the betting. Mumbai and Delhi, both at 9-2 to two to win it. Let's go to Delhi first, as short as two to one to reach the final. Hawkins. Yeah, this top this top six is joint bottom on boundary percentage. So Shaw, Warner, Mitchell Marsh, Pant, who's very low at 14.67, by the way. It's surprisingly low. Safaraz, who's never really done it. Rothman Powell, those two might uh, be interchangeable. Aksar, Shadal Thakur, that's a good pickup. Kuldeep, Khalil and Anrik Nokjay. Oh, Krishnamurti, you've been banging the Delhi drum for years. Surely this time you're going to look elsewhere. Yes, I think I'm not convinced by that lineup, and they're way too short in the betting. It's very disappointing to see them lose that strong Indian core they were building up, just as Shriya comes to his peak. Shikha Darwin, very hard, maybe impossible to replace. Also, Rabada, Stoinis and Rahani. Um, there are some good signings, to be fair. Mitchell Marsh, Shardell Thakur, both cracking T20 players. And I'm a big fan of Chetan Sakaria, who got 14 wickets in his debut season for Rajasthan. And he could be a good outsider for top bowler, but I'm not convinced with them as serious title challenges. OK, extraordinary stuff from Paul Krishnamurti. So that leaves only Mumbai Indians 9-4 to to reach the final. Ed Hawkins, how do they start off? Uh, Rohit and Ishan Kishan opening the betting. Yadav, absolutely fine top three. Then it's uh, into the unknown. We think Anmal Preet Singh is going to bat number four, 13.16 boundary percentage uh, there. Pollard is a great hitter. Tim David, extraordinary hitter. Daniel Sams also can whack it. Another unknown, possibly at Tilak Varma. Coming in as an all-rounder, Mills, Makande and Bumrah. Those two uh, unproven players is quite strange for such a storied franchise uh, and that puts me off them. OK, uh, into the unknown, says Edward Hawkins, Richard Mann. Are these guys going to be frozen in the headlights? Tell us all. Well, uh, we'll start with the elephant in the room. It's obviously Joffrey Archer, big money signing at the auction, even though they knew he would be unavailable this season. That does leave them light with the ball, but... By, by God, it'll be an exciting attack in a year's time. Um, I think a little bit like CSK, we know Mumbai's history in this competition. They generally find a way. And actually, the core of the side, Rohit, 
um, Pollard in there, Bumba, it's still strong. And the other thing what they've done is they've made sure they've still got an explosive middle order. Okay, Hardik Pandya's gone, but they've replaced him with Tim Tim David. That might even be an upgrade. Daniel Sams, as Ed just mentioned, gives it a whack. I think they'll be okay. Whether they're, they're going to be as strong as in previous seasons, I'm not too sure without Archer. But I think they'll be okay. They'll certainly pack a punch. Okay, all done. Just the tops markets to decipher now. Tasneem Samarkand is waiting in the wings for that. And we have our best bets still to come. Right, good hustle from the guys tonight, making excellent progress. Now, on episode 129, we analysed the top bowler markets with Tasneem Samarkand. She's back in a second with more data for top bats. But on the bowling front, back a death bowler seems to be the advice. Hawkins just wants to shout some death bowlers and some prices at us, I gather. Yeah, Bumrah, uh, 7-1, to one. Harshal, 9-1. to one. They're your two favourites with Betfair Sportsbook. Bigger numbers of interest, potentially 18. Uh, Milne for CSK. Hazelwood at 25 for RCB. Uh, he's really come to the fore as a death bowler. Wouldn't have been saying that uh, this time last year. So there's people of interest there also look out for Jason Holder's price I think he's 16 to 1 with Sportsbook and he's a, got a very very good uh, record for winning an individual top bowler uh, market so he could be one to watch okay um, I'm going to ask you both Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti before we bring in Tasneem Samakhan I'm going to ask you both for a name from that list Richard Mann you first uh, well I've mentioned Sunil Narine um and I suspect Paul's going to mention Josh Hazelwood. They'd be right too. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti. Yeah, I'm definitely going to mention Josh Hazelwood and Lockie Ferguson too. Guys, I said one name. God, you guys are greedy. Unbelievable. Right. Now, what does a winning top bat bet look like? Here is the Tasneem Samarkand take. Only twice in the IPL's history has the tournament's top batsman failed to be an opener. With that in mind, let's look at Betfair Sportsbook's odds for my picks for top tournament batsmen. Kale Rahul will be leading the new Lucknow Giants. Having top scored in 2020 and placing second in 21, he averages 53 at 154. Betfair Sportsbook has him at 8 to 1. Joss Butler has been left out of the England Test side, making him a sure shot to play the full suite of IPL matches. As an IPL opener, he averages 40 at 156, making him a strong candidate to take the IPL by storm. Betfair Sportsbook has him at 16 to 1. Shikhar Dhawan, the second top scorer in IPL history, slips under a lot of radars. Averaging 35 at 128 as an IPL opener, his numbers might not be electric, but there's a growing understanding of players who bat deep with acceleration, and Dhawan has that in spades. The 36-year-old will be unquestionably motivated to regain his spot for the upcoming T20 World Cup. Betfair Sportsbook has him at 9-1. to Finally, I'll leave you with a left field pick to ponder. Devin Conway's catapulted himself to the fourth best average in T20 history. With 44 at 128, he's a utility man played anywhere from 1 to 4. Presuming CSK play him in his natural position, he seems an absolute steal, with Betfair Sportsbook having him at 22 to 1. Thanks, Tasneem Summer. Ace as ever. Butler and Conway mentioned there. Openers to the fore then. Hawkins, any other names that stand out from Betfair Sportsbook odds before we go to the guys? I don't know whether Richard and Paul agree, but it seems to be a dearth of value in this market when... Uh, so often there's oodles of it. Uh, really struggled to pick out some decent prices. Perhaps, 
Perhaps Venkatesh Iyer at 16-1 to 1 with Sportsbook. You get bigger on the exchange, but there's not a lot of liquidity there uh, for KKR. Gaikord's a bit mean at 12s. Ishan, a possibility at 14s. I'd like a couple more points on both of those. I'm disappointed not getting them. Rohit, 7. Rahul, 8. Dawan, 9 uh, with Sportsbook. The big stinker price is Virat Kohli at 10s. Uh, so... Unless Richard Paul have spotted something I haven't, uh, I'm not sure there's a huge, huge amount of value around. Okay, pick each from Paul Krishnamurti and Richard Mann, or just however many you feel like, guys. Just do what you want. Go on, Paul Krishnamurti, you first. KL Rahul edges out Sh- Shikha Darwin. Okay, I like the way you did that there. Richard Mann. Um, I like Venkateshire, as Ed mentioned. He looks pretty solid to me at 16. I think he's a, a massive talent. Devon Conway at 22s is interesting, but I'm just reluctant to take an overseas player in this market. I'm not saying it'd stop me having a bet, but it does put me off a little bit because clearly they can only pick four at a time. So I'd probably stick with Venkateshire. Okay, thank you very much, both. Right, we're done. Now for the big one. What are the teams, markets and players to bet on? It's the IPL Best Bets. Right, Best Bets time. We've got some scores, we've got some doors, we've got Edward Hawkins. Got work to do and there's no better place to do it than the IPL. Richard Mann is plus three, Paul Krishnamurti is minus 17.6. It can all change with one week and this is the week when it changes. And I think it's Paul Krishnamurti to go First, after his golden envelope performance from last week. Yeah, wish we had more than five units to play with this week. But as we haven't, we'll start off with one unit on Josh Hazelwood to be top Royal Challengers Bangalore wicket taker at five to one. I'm going to have two units on Devon Conway, top CSK batsman at seven to two. I have two units on Kane Williamson to be top Sunrisers batsman at eleven to four. I'm going to have one unit KKR to win the whole thing at 11 to 2. I'll have one unit Mumbai Indians to win it at 9 to 2. And then I'm going to have one unit Sunil Narain top tournament bowler at 20 to 1. Okay, and my final bet is a one point treble on Varan Chakravarti to be top wicket taker for KKR at 5 to 2. Rohit Sharma to be top Mumbai bat. Batsman at 11 to 10, and Rutaraj Gaikwad to be top Chennai batsman at 6 to 4. And I'll finish off uh, Venkatesh Ayer at 16 to 1, top tournament run scorer. Oh, there you go. Just the 74 games to get through. They'll all be covered on betting.betfair. Don't forget to check out the site. We've got your team guides on there as well. We've got top bats and top bowlers analysis, and we've got more outright analysis and the odd free bet thrown in as well. Hopefully you've had your card marked for the IPL. See you next time.